fingers are strength and um, protect us from evil so you can uh, learn and remember and especially the uh, power to practice your teaching in our life and choose you um, bless our uh, Pastor Hung to uh, give us our, your word and to uh, help us to understand and remember your word. And we pray in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. 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 Joe, can you let me share content? I will do that. Give me two seconds. No. Oops. Sorry. Give me a second. Give me two seconds. My finger is quick to the trigger. Okay. Share screen. No, not share screen. Sorry. Multiple so we can share. Okay. All right. I think you can share now. So in India, people like to do like this. I didn't know that um, people do this naturally, you know. But um, uh, when Twi and, and uh, uh, Pastor Elijah noticed it, I said, no, I don't notice people doing this. But now I'm finding that I'm doing this too myself sometimes. So <laughs> part of me is East Indian. <laughs> anyway. Let us uh, join together in worshiping our Lord God and make a joyful noise unto the Lord, all the earth. Let us worship the Lord with gladness and come before him with joyful songs. And know that the Lord is God. It is he who made us and we are his. We are his people, the sheep of his pasture. Enter his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise give thanks to him and praise his name for the lord is good and his love endures forever his faithfulness continues through all generations <laughs> Chăm lòng con Touch my heart, O Lord, this moment. Touch my heart, let thy hands hold me. Touch my heart, O Lord, this moment. 
touch my heart, make me love you more. You raise me up Spirit, come and touch my heart, O oh Lord. Jam long gone, Jam long con để con Xin thần lên đinh chạm vào lòng con Chúa ơi. Thank you Jesus. Holy Spirit, touch us today. Wherever in our lives, wherever whatever that you found in our hearts, Lord, in our bodies, touch our heart, touch our bodies, touch our minds, oh God. Where there's darkness, touch it, Lord. Where there's brokenness, Father God. Touch it with your healing hands and mold it, shape it, Lord, according to your will, Father God. And I thank you, Lord, that you are here with us at this very moment. And you're here with each and every one of us, Father God, to encourage us to do a miracle in us. Uh, we just wait, patiently wait upon you right now, and we just thank you, Lord, that lives are changed at this very moment. Uh, lives are set free, lives are strengthened and encouraged, and lives lives are being uh, directed in the proper way that it should go, Father God. And I just thank you, Lord, for your correction. I thank you, Lord, for your direction. And I just thank you, Lord, that uh, with your help, Lord, uh, by your grace and your truth, Lord, that, that we will be found in you and we're in that perfect place where you are. Thank you in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. 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 Well, Dad, um, would you like to uh, share your word of wisdom? Yeah, I would like to share something today with everyone in the... Uh, uh, subject is a temptation. Yeah, that is a one of uh, our weakness is the temptation. Uh, it is due to our sin on one part and due to the evil as well. Yeah, yeah. In uh, Genesis, we know the evil. Yeah, uh, make the evil and Adam to. Uh, sin uh, against God. And now, uh, at the present time, 
yeah, we attempted to have a power and we have attempted to have a wealth, fame, and greedy to what get whatever we want. That is a witness of our body. Yeah, yeah, it's the happen to everyone, yeah, everywhere and every time. So, but we have to learn how to prevent it, how to stay away and avoid it. Uh, if we have a God with us, yeah, we cannot be beaten by the evil and we sin against God. I have a story about the God protection for the people who follow him. There was a, a big com famous company, uh, transport company. They have a lot of cars. And he, uh, they, the, the, the owner of the, the, the uh, company uh, drove uh, his car to the uh, garage, a big garage, and uh, proposed with the garage owner to um, take care of his car. And she, he said, I am the driver of this company. Is it time to, um, to, to, to uh, get some money from that company? Because they are very rich. So he proposed uh, the, uh, with the garage to charge the company dearly. And they could share the profits in between the driver and the owner of the garage. But the owner of the garage is a good person. He uh, afraid of God, so he said, no, that is not right. Uh, we, uh, we should not do that. But the, the driver insisted, yeah, do it. This is a time for us to have some money, you know, to have some profits. But uh, the owner of the garage said, no, if you don't agree with me, bring your car to another place. I don't want to do the bad thing like that. Then the driver said, thank you. Yeah, now I know your garage is a good garage. I am the owner of the transport company. From now on, our company will be your permanent customer. That story means if you are stick with God's teaching, we always have a blessing from God. So we always have to say truth and stick with God forever. And we got a blessing from God. That's a story we'd like to share with you. So we have to learn from the story and uh, follow God. Amen. 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 Thank you, Father. For I mean, thank you, Dad, for that story. Uh, you know, as, as a, a business owner, one who is a business person, uh, you know, we always wanted to do things God's way. And during our journey as business owners and operators, 
yes, there are times when there's temptation to cheat, and there are times uh, there are temptations to open our doors on, on on Sunday, right? You know, especially in the beginning. Um, you know, um, but you know, we we wanted to do things God's way. And we know that when we do things God's way, uh, first it's not easy, but God is pleased. So I rather do it the hard way, and know that God is happy with me, than do it the easy way, and know that God is not happy with me. So yeah, that's a good story, Dad. Okay, thank you. Um, well, um, thank you. Um, temptation. So you know, it's um, you know, let's let's commit our heart in our lives today. How about anybody have testimonies or until you have something to share? Um, anybody have uh, a word of encouragement? I just sorry to interrupt everybody. I got Antong on the line. He's saying hello. Antong, hello, Maria. Hello, Jang uh, Tong. Yeah, hello, Antong. Antong, come on, Lai now. Ask him. Antong, come on, get Lai now. Kick let to Antong. Yeah, I mọi người có nghe anh thông nói không no no. Yeah, <laughs> nghe không rõ lắm. Oh. Okay, um, the, the winter is here, um, that the uh, COVID season is here, and that it's all over the world. And uh, we pray that the Lord will protect all of us. And that everything that happens in this world, it is in God's control. And so in every circumstance, we need to praise the Lord. And, uh, you know, in every circumstance, God is there with us. Do not be dismayed. Uh, do not be afraid because God is there with us. And um, 
um, you know, that is my message for you today, he says. So three days ago, he was walking and he was so cold, his foot was hurting and his hands were so, so cold. He, he says, Lord, you have to help me. You, you need to help me, God. So about 10 minutes after his prayer, he find that his foot was not as achy um, and um, he can feel the sensation again. And it was only God that can help him, not even the, the doctors that um, were there to help him at that time. Yes. Yeah. And so his testimony is um, he just wanted to share and thank God so much for uh, rescuing him and saving him um, of his uh, needle prick pain in his foot and uh, God answered his prayer and he just wants to thank God so much for what God has done um, this week. Amen. And so, so, at that time, that it wasn't because of pain that he cries out, and but it's because uh, God is also wanting to test him if he actually truly uh, trusts in God. And even at that time, he trusts in God and calls out upon um, the name of the Lord to help him. And uh, amen. Ask him what his back is. Can you hear him what he said? Yeah. Uh, there you go. That's the word from the doctor. Anh không có nghe. Anh không. Anh không nghe bác sĩ Đức nói ha. cứ làm theo vậy ha. Anh không ha. Yeah, <laughs> Mm. 
wanted to uh, to tell everybody that I'm very encouraged by 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 all of your commitment and uh, it's really really nice to see you uh, guys every week zooming in um, and attending this meeting even though our group is small but God is with us and I can see that God is doing something amazing in every single one of, of us Amen. and he is i think uh, what i see is that he is changing us we have grown tremendously since uh, like many few weeks like every one of us is growing in to be stronger and stronger and this is what god wants us to do that we we start with small but god will give us bigger thing if we are faithful with small god will give us bigger things yeah and we just i just want i'm just so excited to see what god is going to do it with this group with this little small thing but god is mighty and he can do it he can do it Amen. and he and he give us this mission so we don't give up we just keep pressing on and be faithful to the small thing that he gives us yeah that's what i i just want to say and god have amazing amazing future for all of us amen you know it's god every day is amazing yeah just to be able to it is have you on facebook here today Tony and and Jamie and Dana and and my kids you know to me that is a miracle for me and to, to be able to hear the word of god and um, that's that's amazing and you're right you are right and that is an encouragement to to us here is that though we are small but god is not small the god inside of us he's going to break out like the incredible hulk you know exactly you know and that is is uh is uh the cry of the father is for for us to allow him to break out in, from our lives and 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 allow him to touch people and you know what he uses us uses you and me to do that you know and um it's it's an um it's an honor to be able to do that you know that he would consider you and me in this work you know um you know it's um he he doesn't you know god entrusts a certain type of work to only certain individual found to be faithful and he just doesn't give the work to anybody right but um the fact that you are chosen we did not choose him but he chose us right and some of us god is preparing 
You know, you're, you're at a stage where God is preparing you to, to launch you to the next level. And like I said, you may be a believer in Christ, but God says, be prepared, get ready. Because as a believer, I'm going to use you in the ministry to do the work, right? And, and, and as you're doing the work, I'm going to turn you into a leader. And as a leader, you're going to train other people to be like yourself. And that's how the world becomes changed. You know, don't you want to change the world? Who, who wants to change the world? You have to change off your first. I have to allow God to change my world first. First, yes. yes. That's right. And so that's, that's the mission of God is he worked on the inward, inside, and then outside once we're changed. Right? But we can't just be allowing God to change us all the time and be hidden. You know? Uh, uh, you know, um, who lights a, a bushel and hide it under a bed? You know, if, if you light something, you don't hide that under, uh, you know, a bed. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So, you know, you are a work that God is doing, but he's not going to, you know, there, there is a time where you're hidden in Christ. Yes. But there will be time where God takes you out of that place of being hidden and take you out into the world. Because the, the word says, go ye into the world and preach the gospel. Anyway, this leads me to my, my, my message in John chapter 6 today. So if you have your Bible, we can read it. Uh, I am reading from the New King James, but um, if you are if you are in John chapter six, we're going to read that. Okay. The whole chapter? No, chapter six, verse one to fourteen. Okay. Justin, are you there? Justin? Hello, Justin. Okay. Uh, John chapter 6, verse 1 to 14. Okay. Tony, are you with us? Yeah, I'm here. I'm here. Oh, do you have your Bible? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, can you read for us uh, verse 1 to 14? Sure. Feeding the 5,000. Yes. Yeah, okay. After these things, Jesus went over the Sea of Galilee, which is the Sea of Tiberias. Then a great multitude followed him, because they saw his signs which he performed on those who were diseased. And Jesus went up to the mountain, and there he sat with his disciples. Now the Passover, a feast of the Jews, was near. Then Jesus lifted up his eyes, and seeing a great multitude coming toward him, he said to Philip, Where shall we buy bread that these may eat? But he, this he said to test him, for he himself knew what he would do. Philip answered him, Two hundred denarii 
where the bread is not sufficient for them, that every one of them may have a little. One of his disciples, Andrew, Simon Peter's brother, said to him, There is a lad here who, is, who has five barley loaves and two small fish, but what are they among so many? Then Jesus said, Make the people sit down. Now there was, so, now there was much grass in the place, so the men sat down in number about 5,000. And Jesus took the loaves, and when he had given thanks, he distributed them to the disciples. And the disciples to those sitting down, and likewise of the fish, as much as they wanted. So when they were filled, he said to his disciples, Gather up the fragments that remain, so that nothing is lost. Therefore they gathered them up and filled twelve baskets with the fragments of five barley loaves, which were left over by those who had eaten. Then those men, they had seen the sign that Jesus said, This is truly the prophet who is to come into the world. Amen. 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 So um, I had a chance to uh, read this um, scripture this past week, and I have a chance to meditate on it. And um, out of that meditation, I have a few things I want to share with you. Um, so we have a great crowd of people called Jesus. And the feast of the Passover is, uh, is at hand. And uh, Jesus turned to Philip and said, what are we going to do with all these people? Um, you know, um, how can we feed them? Where are we going to buy the food? And then Philip says, uh, well, 200 denarii wouldn't even feed all these people. And, um, but, uh, you know, the word says that Jesus knew what to do. And so you, you need to have this picture in your mind. Um, you know, Jesus taking this little basket. Um, a lunch, a lunch basket, where there's five loaves of bread and two fishes. Okay, so you have to imagine that Jesus take. <laughs> Excuse me, I, I had to expel a demon. You know. Bless you. Bless you. <laughs> so this is Jesus. They took a boy's lunch, and he they gave it to Jesus. Okay, and then I can hear people say, what's five loaves of bread and two fishes going to do for 5,000 men? You know, what is this? How is this going to feed 5,000 people, right? I can hear the, the, the disciples thinking in their head and, and, and even, um, um, you know, Philip was saying that, how can they... How can they eat all that, right? Even Peter says, uh, well, actually Peter didn't say it, but it's, it's in their head that how can a little thing, like five loaves and two fishes, feed 5,000 men? And we, in the 5,000, you have to understand that that did not include the women and the children. So it could be anywhere between 5,000 and 10,000 people. So can you imagine the, the size of the crowd that, that Jesus was looking at? And, and the disciples are looking at this little small basket and they're saying, well, how, how is this going to happen? Right? 
So we remember that with God, all things are possible. But you know what? The disciples didn't know that. So this is a miracle in the middle. So my first point is, you know, when you give Jesus the little things, you know, God will say, what's in your hand? What do you have? Jamie, what do you have in your hand right now? My hand? You know, like God, if, if God was speaking to you today, okay, and, and he has a mission for you, okay, he has a job for you, Jamie. And he, all he asks is, Jamie, what do you have? And then you're going to say to God, well, God, I have my car. Um, I have my health. Um, you know, um, that's all I have, God. And I have a few dollars in my pocket, right? You know, if God was appearing to, if Jesus was appearing to grandpa right now, and God asked you, what do you have in your hand? What do you have in your life that for God to use? Okay. And many of us will say, you know what? I don't have a lot. You know, until when, when Jesus appeared to you and, and Jesus says, go into the world and feed my sheep. You know? And you're, 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 you're checking your bank account. Well, I only have a few dollars, you know, I'm on, I'm on a, a loony diet right now. My husband is restricting me, okay? You know, this Dave Ramsey thing is driving me crazy. <laughs> yes. Inside joke. But in any case, you're going to God, God, how can I save the world when I don't have anything and I feel like I'm because a lot of people will think like that, right? Yeah. I don't have anything, and I don't feel like I don't, you know, I'm, I'm no one. That I can't do the job that you asked me to do. Because, you know, in, in, in chapter 10, verse 2, Jesus says that, that the harvest is plentiful. The field is, is ripe for harvest. But the laborers are few. And so here we are standing with Jesus in this field with him. And we're looking at this basket. What is this basket going to do for the 10,000 people that are hungry? I'm going to tell you, this is the natural mind thinking. This is how we think. Okay? So a lot of times we um, disqualify ourselves from serving, from doing what God wants us to do because we feel like what we have in our hand is not going to achieve anything much. My, my, the few pennies that I have, the, the loonies and the dollars that I have, it can't change the world. So we have this thought in our head, we can't do it, right? So the first thing I wanna tell you is, the first lesson we wanna learn from, from this, this picture, this story, is whatever that you put in Jesus' hand, 
okay? So we see that, that they take the little basket from the child and they gave it to Jesus. And so Jesus accepted the offering. Jesus accepted the, the little thing that you have, but Jesus made it his own. In his hand, whatever that was offered to Jesus, that is sufficient. So the miracle is little that you give to Jesus become enough for the mission, become sufficient to accomplish the mission. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. when, when God sent David to slay Goliath, okay, David didn't say to God, you know, I, I was a little boy with a slingshot. That was the last thing that David would be thinking about. David was mad that, that this, this giant Goliath is bullying. The Philistine is bullying the children of Israel. So he was mad. And then the second thing he asked was, is there a cause? You know, why, why should we fight these people? We fight them because they are oppressing us. Right? So, you know, and there is a reward. So having those three things, David went against Goliath with his little sling. You know? And he took down Goliath with his sling. But the, the sling that David had it was an offering to God already. It was consecrated to God. And so whatever that you consecrate to God today, God will use it in your life to defeat the enemy, to feed the 10,000, to do what God asks you to do. So what is in your hand today? Consecrate it to God. If you have a car, consecrate it to God. If you have the gift of speaking in Spanish, in French, dedicate it to God because God is going to use the gift and talent that you have. God is going to use your possession and it doesn't matter how small they are or they look. Once you consecrate it to God and, and, and God, Jesus will say, thank you, Father, for, for this offering. And now... Through this offering, it will feed the 5,000. And so Jesus took the, the basket of five loaves and two fishes, and he gave it to the disciples. And the disciples distributed to the people, and everybody had enough to eat. And you know what? After they were full, everybody was full, 5,000 10,000 people, there were leftovers. And so they had to go find 12 baskets and they gathered all the crumbs and there were crumbs filled 12 baskets. Isn't that amazing? 
And so the other picture that I want you to see is you need to see yourself as that disciple. The disciple that received something from Jesus. The disciple that received what was consecrated to God and used that, that, that consecrated thing in their lives to feed the people. So it doesn't matter what you have in your life. Once you have dedicated, consecrated, consecrated means dedicated to God, 100%, okay? And so once you've given God something and dedicated to him, God will use it in your life to feed those around you. And so my van, for example, it's a 2006 Honda Odyssey. And one day I'm gonna retire that van in the, the, uh, the museum of, of uh, great exploits because everybody used my van, right? The church used my van, uh, grandpa used my van, uh, you know, all my relatives use my van. It has been used to, to serve people in the ministry and the church has used it. So we use it to drive kids to meetings. And, and so that van was a $3,000, you know, van. And it has a little skull at the back just for attitude. But, you know, God used that van for his glory and still sitting in my driveway today. So, you know what? It's, it's uh, you know, it's just a little van. But it has, God has used it to accomplish a lot. It has, God has used it to move, help people move. And so, you know, whatever that you want today, God consecrated to God. So God is asking you a personal question today. What do you have in your possession? It could be five loaves and two fishes, or it could be a van, or it could be or a few dollars, right? And, um, and God will say to you, well, go feed the world. And that's the picture that I have for you because you guys are the disciples of Jesus. Some of you are in the field. Some of you are in training. But never see yourself small. And never see that whatever that you have as small. Once you consecrate it to God, it is enough. It is enough for Jesus, right? You know, uh, what else can we say? Um, that's the first thing that, that I want to share with you is that it is enough. And the, um, the, the second thing is, I want to say is, um, and, and I think God revealed it to me uh, this week I was, uh, as I was meditating on this. Um, in John chapter 1, verse 17. Okay. John chapter 1, verse 17. Jamie, can you read that for us? Sure. For the law was given through Moses, grace and truth came through Jesus Christ. For the law was given through Moses. Uh, how many books did Moses write? Does anybody know? 
Five. Okay. Anybody else? How many mm. books did Moses write? Jamie, you got it right. Five books. Okay. Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, and Deuteronomy. Okay. In the Jewish culture, that is their five, that, that is those five books in their Bible. You know, I, I, I'm pleased that, you know, two years ago, we were able to uh, go to Israel. And actually, we, we wrote on a ship. Uh, it's, I think it's much nicer than Peter's fishing boat, but it was in the city of Galilee. So we're like so blessed to be on that boat. And, um, you know, uh, we're in the city of Tiberias as well. So, you know, it just feels so real. It's so, so real. But I'm going to tell you that um, I believe this is that God revealed to me what, you know, the miracle of the five loaves of bread and the two fishes. It means that the five loaves of bread are the five books that Moses wrote, which is the law. Okay. But the two fishes is grace and truth. Five loaves of bread, Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, and Deuteronomy, okay? And grace and truth. How many numbers is that? Seven. Seven. What did God do on the seventh day? Rested. Amen. Amen. And and you know what else number seven means? It means complete. Right? It is finished. It is um, perfect. So the the you know when you read the, um you know the, the food that the disciples eat and the food that Jesus eats. I'm sorry, can I interrupt though? I just want to say something quickly, Joel, about the numbers, if I may. Sure, yeah. Okay, thank you so much because like, okay, uh, it's just so important because like my grandfather, my mom's dad died on my 15th birthday. Okay, and he was my best friend and my best granddad and da da da. And he, lucky number was seven. And I didn't know that. And then after he died on my birthday, I found out my lucky number was seven. But it, it's just amazing and so wonderful that it has to do with numbers too because for some reason I love numbers. Like, I'm not like uh, OCD about it. It's just like it's a blessing. Like, it's always one, 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 two, two, and it's over the top and it's God. Mm -hmm. And I just, anyways. Yeah. And it's so God. You know what? It's not an accident. You know, everything that you read in the Bible is not an accident. So it's not an accident that there was a boy there with a basket with five loaves of bread and two fishes. And, yeah. and to me, the five loaves of, of bread is the book of the law. The five books of the law. 
But then you have grace and truth through Jesus Christ. And, and of those, of that basket, it was given to everyone that ate. Jesus ate of it, the disciple ate it, and the multitude, the 5,000 and the 10,000. And so for us today, the word encouragement for us today is that that is our diet as well, is we have the book of the law, the word of God, and we know that the law is summed up by two things. Love God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength, and then love one another as he love us. Okay? And so if you do these things, you're perfect. You're complete. Right? And you know what? You're not the only one that's doing it. It's the grace of God that will help you do it. The grace, because the law of God, the word of God, sometimes it's not easy to do, right? Like, like grandpa say, you know, you know, we want to do things God's way. And so God instruct us on how to do things. So his words sometimes are not the easiest things to do, right? Love your enemy. Not easy. Turn the other cheek. Feed the 5,000. Go and preach the good news into all the world. Those are not easy things to do, right? And so in our mind, but then we have grace, truth. Okay? And, and grace, the greatest great part of grace is he's done it for us. Grace is unmerited favor. That means you don't have to, to, to win God's righteousness. You don't have to win God's approval. Because again, people were always wondering, you know, do you qualify to do the good work of God? You know, who am I? I, I still lie from time to time. I still swear. Hello? Sometimes I get angry. Does that disqualify me from the work of God? No. As long as you have, as long as you believe that God has paid for your sin. And ask for forgiveness. It's very important. I read ask it. for forgiveness. Thank you for that, Dana. Thank you. And God will um, never, ever disqualify you, okay? The only person that can disqualify you is you. You know, when, when people look at Dana, and, and here is Dana preaching to the 5,000 people, and then, and, then, and then these people will say, like, well, who is she, you know? Did she study uh, Bible school? Does she have a degree? You know? um, look at her. You know, she's a drug addict and stuff like that. Oh, uh, she's a woman. She, she's not allowed to, to talk. Only men are allowed. You know, or, you know. Walks funny. <laughs> I'm sorry to say that, but you know what? Those, no, are, the words, those are the words of unregenerated men and people. You know what I'm saying? Who you have to love. Yeah. Now, I'm going to say this, okay? You know, you know the, 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 uh, the U.S. election is uh, happening. And, um, 
you know, I, I do favor Trump, of course. But people say this about Trump. He's a womanizer. He's a liar. He divorced three times. He just, he's a cheater, you know. So the guy is greedy. Uh, the guy exploit women and he, he does all these bad things. And you know what? I do not disagree. But I'm saying But God, he still yeah. But God he still had it went in with him. Sorry. God still I'm used, a trick guy. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So you you Sorry, know, Joe. it doesn't matter what your history of you know, you can say that Joe was a liar. Okay. Guilty as charge. Joe was lazy, guilty as charge. You know, but it doesn't dis in God's eyes, it doesn't disqualify us because grace and truth. Grace is speaking on our behalf. Grace is working on our behalf. So when 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 everybody say, "I'm guilty," "I'm not righteous," "I don't qualify," grace is speaking to you. And grace is speaking on your behalf. Grace is saying, no, I have chosen Dana. Amen. I have chosen I'm too. Amen. I don't care a rip about what you say about them, but I have chosen them for a purpose. They may not qualify in your eyes, but I qualify them myself. I paid for the life on the cross, and that is enough. You know, in Second uh, Corinthians, verse twelve, chapter twelve, verse nine, it says, "His grace is sufficient." So say it to yourself: God's grace is sufficient for me. There are things in our lives, and you know, Paul. Paul was tempted to be disqualified. They want to disqualify Paul. Right? Because, you know, how can Paul be allowed to preach the gospel? You know, people were saying that when, when, when Saul became converted to Paul, the church was saying, how can we allow this guy to preach with us? He was responsible for the death of Stephen. Stephen was stoned, by the way. He prosecuted, persecuted all the Christians out there, sent them to prison and getting beaten. Okay, so this is the man that God is using to preach the gospel. And so in the words of men, Paul doesn't qualify. He doesn't qualify. He was a, a murderer. He was a, a bully. Right? But God qualifies Paul. And God says, my grace is sufficient. And my strength is made perfect in weakness. Okay? So that means, what does that mean? You know what? When people look at your life and they see flaws, Okay. Oh, you didn't do this. You did that. Blah, blah, blah. You know what I'm saying? And you know what? The worst lie that you hear is the lie that comes from yourself. 
You, there's a voice inside of you that is lying to you. As if you're not good. That you have a past. Dana, um, I think your voice is breaking up. I can't hear you. Okay, sorry. I'll put down your I'll, I'll ask you. <laughs> um, how about you text it? Can you can you type it on your uh, uh your question? Yeah. In the chat. Type type that. Okay. But you know what? Don't allow the devil to disqualify us, okay? And most importantly, don't allow ourselves, the way we think about ourselves, the way we look at our circumstances to disqualify us. Paul had learned that. He had learned from, from people that, you know, who, who, do you, who, who do you think he is? You know, who does he think he is, think that he could preach the gospel and, and uh, write the epistles, you know? But it doesn't matter what people say, and it doesn't matter what you say about yourself. What matters is what God says about you, right? And so God says, I qualify you. And so the work that God is asking us today is back to that picture that, that I have uh, shown to you is a picture of Jesus consecrating whatever that was given into his hand and giving it to each one of us. Okay. And as we receive that, we take from that and we give it to other people. And so whatever that you in your life, that you can give to other people. Like I can't give you what I don't have, right? You know, if I don't have the word of God, then, then I can't speak it. But today, as God speaks through me and, and, and you're receiving these words, implanted in your hearts you have what it takes to go feed the world and the and the best thing to feed the world is the word of god and his love in action and people the world is is, is crying for that the world is hungry for that they don't just they just don't know that you know what i'm saying they yeah, they're, they're running after fun and pleasure, entertainment. Uh, they're, they're running after risky lifestyles. Uh, they're chasing after money, uh, nice cars, uh, you know, beautiful things in life. But, you know, what they fail to see is, is um, none of those matter. That's, you know, what really matters is what they truly need is love and the word of God. So, the book of the law, the five laws, and the two fishes. Grace and truth. 
That is our diet. Did you know that when Jesus rose from the dead and he appeared to the disciples, you know what he fed them? Bread and fish. That's our diet. Jesus ate bread and fish. The disciples eat bread and fish. And so here we are today, eating bread and fish. And you know what Jesus said, I am the bread of life. And so we're eating the bread of life today. Amen? Amen. Amen. So um, I pray that the, this word will encourage you and bless you and not, you know, you know, that you don't give up on God's calling for your life. And he is calling right now. Uh, you know, the little that you have is enough. Um, but don't lie to yourself that it's not enough. Okay, don't lie to yourself that I don't qualify. Because you do qualify. You know that? Jamie. Yeah. You qualify. Amen. Tony, you qualify, buddy. Amen. Dummy, you qualify. Justin, you qualify. You know, there was a time when I feel like I don't qualify either. Like, who am I to, to be uh, doing what I'm doing? Like, you know, um, you know, who am I to call a pastor? You know, I, I prefer to just land in the background, be the invisible ninja that nobody sees me, right? But, you know, whatever that God is doing with you, in the dark, he's going to take it out and show it to the world. And, and I believe that for everyone, that as God is lighting you, that light cannot be hidden under a bushel, but be presented to the world. Because the world, the harvest is plentiful. And God is calling each one of us today. And he's saying, you qualify, you go feed my people. You know, when, when, when Jesus appeared to Peter in John chapter 21, you know, Jesus said to Peter, do you love me? Three times. And Jesus said, and Peter says, I love you, Lord. And then Jesus said, feed my fish. Sorry, feed, feed my sheep, okay? Feed my lambs. So if you love Jesus, if you love what he has done for you, if you love what, what, um, what he's doing in your life, um, what he has done for your life, go feed his sheep. And so look around you to the and look at the people in your life. What are you feeding them? Are you feeding them, um, you know, the words of men? Or do you feed them the word of God? You know, and I believe that we can all complete together the word of God. And that is, you know, the manna from heaven, the true manna from heaven. Amen? Amen. Amen.
man. You can do it. Paul says, I can do all things through Christ who strengthened me. Amen. So there's no excuse for you to disqualify yourself from, from this calling. And God, you know, you're looking at the world and, you know, somebody could push a button and uh, we could, the world could end any moment, right? You know, we live in this uh, age called the, the nuclear age. And uh, all they need to do is press a button and we're done, right? But, you know, God doesn't want, he wants everybody to hear the gospel. We want to, to hear at least once the good news of Jesus Christ before the end comes. And I believe that Paul talked about it, Daniel talked about it, Ezekiel talked about it, Jeremiah talked about it, Jesus talked about it, you know, all the saints talk about it. That we are closer to the end of the age than, than when they were speaking about it. And so God is really accelerating the time. And he wants you to be filled with his word. And so as the people of Christ, it's your turn to feed the people. Not, not, you know, Jesus feeding us and now we need to feed the people. It's not right that God feeds us and, and the people are hungry. And we sit there and not do anything, right? And so go into your neighborhood. Go into the world. Go into the workplace. You know, and, and you know what? Before you say a word, love them. Because love is a language. Love is a demonstration of God's tangible, unconditional love toward us. So we need to demonstrate love toward them. And once they receive our love, then their hearts are open to receive our word. So love has to go first, then the word. Okay? Too many people speak the word, but not show love. You need to do two things grace and truth, right? Love and truth, love in action. Grace, grace is, is, is God working. Is the love of God working in our lives on our behalf, right? So grace to the people, grace to you. Demonstrate love, manifest love. And when love, then you speak the word. And the hearts will be captured. And then you can turn them over to Jesus. That's, that's my strategy anyway. I don't know about your strategy. I believe that that is God's strategy. You know, that's why Jesus had to die for us. And when Jesus died for us, it, we received the love of Christ. That's when our heart becomes tender. And that's when we become born again. And then that's when we can receive the word of God, right? I don't know. I stand corrected. <laughs> Anyway, so does anybody have any questions? Any comments? No, have no question, but I have some um, uh, story to tell. Okay, Dad. About the 
uh, got using the little thing. Yep. I heard on the news um, there's a little boy. Uh, he have privilege to talk to um, uh, to the Pope. And when he was uh, on a microphone, and he cannot say anything, but only crying. And people will was uh, uh, encourage him to talk, 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 talk. But he, he cannot talk, he can only cry. And the Pope uh, asked him to come closer to him. And uh, the Pope said, tell me, what do you want to say? And the, the boy uh, in his ear, he said, my father, he's an atheist. That means he, he doesn't believe in God. But he was uh, dying. But he called four of us, uh, brother and sister, four of them. And he said, uh, you guys belong to God. And uh, he wanted to ask the Pope, right? Is a far, his father is in heaven or no? And the Pope asked the crowd, what do you think the, where is the father of the child? And the crowd said, he is in the heaven. That story showed that God used a little boy to tell people God merciful. That is the story I want to share with you. God used a little boy, even little, he cannot say anything, but he used him as a message to, to everyone. God is the merciful. Amen. 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 Any other, anybody, any comments, anyone? Yeah, um, Anton would like us to pray for Vietnam. So the news about Vietnam is there is a very um, um, heavy flood going on in the uh, central Huay, Quang Chi. And right now, um, uh, severe flooding and there's um, people dying and even the people who went out to rescue the police even they die too and um, they're calling out for help all over the world and uh, um, Antong is requesting that we pray um, if you could um, to yeah. yeah so can we pray for Antong's um, prayer request. Amen. Amen. Um, Heavenly Father, thank you, Lord, that um, you know what's going on in Central Vietnam right now. And uh, I know that you want none of us to perish, Father God. But, you know, the storms and the flood do come in life. And I just pray, Father God, for the, the safety of the. Um, you know, the uh, rescuers. I pray for safety, Father God, for all the families uh, that are displaced, Father God. And I just thank you, Lord, that, that help will arrive, Father God. And, and I know that uh, by your name, Father God, that, uh, that you want that people would be saved and that they would be um, well cared for and that none should perish, Father God. 
but above all, Father God, that, that there is an outpouring, Father God, of your love and on your truth, Father God, on the people of Vietnam, Father God, that they see a demonstration, Father God, of your love, Father God, in the midst of the storm, that they see that through their difficulties and the hardship and the trials, Father God, that your love and that your, your mighty hand is upon them, Father God, that they shall no fear, that, that they do not fear, but that they shall be saved and that they will rescue, Father God, and that um, lives are restored, Father God, and especially those, Father God, so that um, would be re restored to, to you, O oh God. So we just pray, we lift up Vietnam right now. We thank you, Lord, for, for the, the, the safety workers and all the families that are there right now and those that are suffering and hurting. And I just pray, Father God, that you are there to comfort them and, and heal them, Father God, in the midst of this hardship, Father. And I thank you, Lord, for lots of help are coming and international helps and uh, workers, Father God, the workers, your workers that you're sending them right now because the harvest is plentiful and the labor is of you. And Father God, right now, Father God, by your grace, Father God, that right now, that they have all that they need, Father God, in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen. Could I share a prayer request? Sure. Um, well, uh, my health is such that, um, as some of you know, that I don't work. Um, and also because of anxiety, um, I haven't really <laughs> worked and I'm on disability and stuff. So if I, if you could pray about that and um, like I face a lot of problems and if you could just pray for my health and for um, just wisdom on what to do in my life with these uh, problems. Jen too, can you pray for Jamie? Dear, dear Heavenly Father, we come to you right now and we lift Jamie. Yeah. Um, we pray for him right now, Lord. You know this situation. You are Almighty God and you can do anything and everything. And uh, you know Amy's heart, Lord. He wants to serve you, and he wants to dedicate his life to you. I pray that that you will empower him, your Holy Spirit. I pray for his health condition, and you will heal him completely. Amen. So he can be a mighty weapon in your hands, Lord. Yes. Use him, Lord. Use him, Lord. Where, wherever he is, Lord, to draw people to you, Lord, and to show people the love and the mercy and the, and, 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 and the power through his life, Lord. You can do this, Lord. And we pray and dedicate Jamie in Jesus' mighty name. We pray for miracle, Lord. We pray for miracle, Lord. Use Jamie, Lord. Use Jamie's life, Lord. Glorify your name, Lord, to build your kingdom, Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for his pure heart. And that's his willingness to, to dedicate his life to you. We pray in Jesus' mighty name. And we receive the healing. We receive the healing and the power yes. and the Holy Spirit Hallelujah. and the, uh, the anointing. 
Yes. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. 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 Great prayer, too. Thank you. Dana, can we pray for you? Dana is praying for you, Dana. Thanks, Dana. stand with you in prayer right now, okay? Okay, can you pray for Dana? Can you pray for Dana? And then we're going to stand in agreement with you, okay? You want me to pray for Dana? Yeah. Okay. Hallelujah. Father, in the name of Jesus, we just come in the authority that God has given unto us and to stand firm in our promise that we have in you, Lord Jesus. And we believe that you, O oh Lord God, are the victor over all of our health. You are the Lord and you have control over all principalities and powers. And I thank you, Lord God, that there is nothing that you cannot do it. All things are underneath our feet, including our sickness, our illness, all of our anxieties, all of our fears, all of our shame it is nailed to the cross and that you are the victor that you have conquered. Father, in the name of Jesus, I stand with my sister Dana, oh Lord God, and we just surround her with your love. We surround her, oh Lord God, with almighty uh, 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 powers that God has uh, bestowed unto um, us through the death of Jesus Christ, what he has, oh Lord God, um, given us to conquer the darkness of the enemy. We thank you, Lord God, that the pain that Dana is going through is no more. No more. No more. No more, no more in the name of Jesus. The pain is gone. The pain is no more. Our portion. As children of the living God, yes. health is our portion. Yes. Victory is our portion. Wholeness yes. is our portion. Yes. Joy yes. and peace yes. and love. Oh, we can sing and shout and give you praise, oh Lord God. We declare victory over Dana's life. Yes. The past is no longer her future. Yes. We thank you, Father God, that she walks upright in wholeness, 
in you, O oh Lord God. You have come to save us and to redeem us. Thank you, O oh Lord God, that we have a new life in you. And this is our hope. This is our joy that we can be sure. We thank you, O oh Lord God, and we walk by faith. We walk, Lord God, knowing that you will perform what you have said you will do. We ask this in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. 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 Thank you, everybody. Amen. So much. Wow. I feel happy, though. I feel like I'm so strong. I'm so excited. I'm just, just right now, just can't forget it. But I literally feel like this last couple of months, I am feeling the inner barriers of my body. Never lose doubt. Amen, Dana. You're very, very muffled. We can't hear you very good, okay? So maybe we'll get that fixed. <laughs> okay. Well, you guys have a wonderful day and a blessed week. And may the Lord bless you. May his shine upon you and his blessing and his favor overflow in your life. And that, you know, uh, and that his promises are yes and amen. That his amen. word is yes and amen. And uh, so um, we're looking forward to hear from you, from hear from testimonies. And um, we just thank God for, for your life, okay? God bless you guys. Okay, thank you. God bless you all. Have a great week. God bless. Bye bye. 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 Bye b